this week's episode of Localites OKC. I'm Kayla Coffey. And I'm Anna Farhaw. And I'm going to let Anna take it for a little bit on this one because everything I did, I did with you. And other than that, I just didn't do anything. Okay. So, it's one of those weeks. It's one of those weeks. Which I did lawn work. So. Made sense, too, because it was my birthday. Yes. Um, but first, on Thursday... I got to go to a wine dinner at Pepperoni Grill. Yes. Um, and I did this on behalf of the Take a Bite OK. Mm-hmm. And we um, had a four-course meal. And I've eaten at Pepperoni Grill before. I used to get their food quite a bit when I worked at the mall. I'd get it to go, um, their grilled chicken salad. Don't even know if it's still on the menu now. I know. But um, anyhow, got to enjoy this. I don't really do a lot of wine dinners, so it was really cool to have the different pairings and um, the guy who was from, uh, I think it was Boardwalk Distribution, was yeah. there to kind of mingle with everybody and talk about the wines. And so it was really neat. And the food was great. Um, and I really liked the dessert. Um, I love Which the they did. If you if you saw any of the pictures, it was like a cheesecake, but it was kind of more like a mousse to me. But it had a cheesecake crust. Yum. But it was it was it seemed more like a mousse. And it was green and pink. Um I can't remember the flavors offhand. Oh, wait. It was strawberry basil. Oh. So it was really different. Funky, but I love it. Yeah. And their chef is Asian. And so a lot of the food kind of has Asian takes on Italian dishes, which is really neat. They did a a seafood ravioli as well. Um, And then we had also like some salad and a flatbread. Um, But yeah, it was was really good. And so was this at the location in the mall or the Edmond location? It was at the mall one. Okay. And they do them every single month. So I think it's the last Thursday of the month is when they do it. And they they even already had the menu out for the next month. So they, they really plan ahead for these. And it's just $55 to go. Oh, super affordable. So four courses and four wines. I think we've talked about it on the show before. Um, sure we have. Yeah, they do it every month. So they also do one at the Edmund one, but it's a different day, which okay. I don't know offhand. But yeah. Very cool. Then Friday, that was my birthday. So I started out, um, well, actually, I went to my free birthday class that they give you at Bar 3. Nice. <laughs> so I took advantage of that. Valid. Um, went to lunch at Mega's and Table. Ooh. Hadn't been yet, so it was my first time to go. And I, I do really like banh mi's, so mm-hmm. I, I got the grilled pork banh yeah. mi and loved it. And Patrick got um, the rice dish with the lemongrass chicken. <sighs> That chicken was amazing. Like yeah. some of the best chicken I've had, really flavorful. And before that, I, I walked over to Prairie because I was waiting on Patrick to get there. And I was like, I'm just going to get a beer while while we're here. And um, so I got, got that and then just walked back over towards the restaurant because they have the little seating area mm-hmm. that's not actually in the restaurant. Yeah. Because I, I think stuff. technically you wouldn't be allowed to bring the beer in there because liquor laws are weird and like you didn't buy it from them so okay I didn't ask but I just was being leery yeah so we stayed on the outside part um but had our beer with our lunch and then afterwards I went over to well beauty and got myself a manicure and it looks wonderful still by the way thank you yeah yeah great job I love well beauty yeah that night we ended up going to OKC improv which oh, yes. hadn't been in quite a while. Janelle came out and met us there. Good, so yes. we went to the 930 show I'm and so had I, a great time. I had thought about it. I remember now uh, my back hurt very bad and I went to bed at seven. Yeah, it that was it was a late one. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, we enjoyed Good. that. Oh, that's so much fun. Well, Saturday morning we woke up and we got to see each other. 
Did yeah. you do anything before brunch? Uh, no. No? Okay. <laughs> so we finally made it out after being invited for like, what, five? Since I think January. Yeah, so our six uh, to JB's first Saturday brunch. So as part of his JB Likes Food endeavors, he hosts a first Saturday brunch for, uh, it's like invite only but it's usually an, an open kind of concept at a restaurant. Yeah. And so much fun. So we went out to social. I had the mimosa and had them do it with cranberry because, you know, they, you just get, they get confused if you order. I know. A poinsettia. So I had them do it that way. And it was <laughs> the perfect pour. I swear. Yeah. It was champagne they really just and they did splashed a it. Mm-hmm. They were like, she wants pink champagne. And so we will give her pink champagne yep. and bless them for that. Yeah, and I did the, I think they called it the club social, like their oh. club special. I'm pretty sure they did. So I had that, and then I also had a poinsettia. And JB ordered the breakfast board yes. for our table, which we were doing something after, so we were planning to only drink and not eat there. But I'm so glad I got to try that because it was delicious. I had to have some bites of it. Yeah, because oh. they had, like, toast and... Um, Lamb meatballs. They Yum. had some uh, prosciutto mm-hmm. and I forget what else. Like some pickled veggies, egg. fried egg. Like yeah. it was. It was definitely good to good to nibble on. Good. I was a fan. That's. I also had a bite of a friend's uh, biscuit. I hadn't had the biscuit when we went before. I know Patrick ordered the sandwich with that on it, right? Or no, uh, that was a different sandwich. That wasn't even the biscuit, was it? He had the B-E-L-T. The B-E-L-T, mm-hmm. the giant, God, that bacon was so incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, because we had already been there for brunch, we were like, we don't need to have brunch again, but the breakfast board we didn't have, so that was great. Yeah. Um, really good time. Appreciate him for, for inviting us out, and I cannot wait to see where the next one is, and if we're free, but also, after that, we headed over to Schlotzky's. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we talk about local food a lot, and so Schlossky's is one of our, like, Arby's, like, a chain, dirty secret. What's it called when it's, like, a guilty pleasure? Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I love me some Schlossky's. See, I don't eat it very much because there's not one convenient to where I live. There's that one on uh, Northwest Expressway and Hefner Parkway. No, I know where it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I know. That's oh. the one I go to if I go. But I, I, I just don't go Walmart. that much, but I do love it. It's so good. That bread is insane. So they did a relaunch of their brand, and so they are now Schlotzky's Austin Eatery. And was this and They did this nationwide. Nationwide. Mm-hmm. And then they had some select celebrations. Across the country, I guess, like maybe one or two in big cities. Uh, but this was the one here in Oklahoma City. I don't know if there was one in Tulsa or not, but like, anyway, they did one here in Oklahoma City at the Rockwell and Northwest Expressway location. Yeah. And so we went out to that. It was great to see uh, Chris Canali painting. So it wasn't edible paint, I asked. And then I was like, can you eat these now? And he was like, no, I just painted them. And I was yeah, like, he was I painting on the bread. Um, yeah. And so some of them, he did carvings out of the bread to, like, make his art. It was so cool. No, it was really neat it to see. It was yeah. honestly legit. Um, and he did, like, a couple of the logos and whatnot. Um, and then it was good to see other friends in local, you know, Oklahoma City food podcast people out there. Um, yeah, and really I didn't think I was going to be able to go to that. To go at all, Because yeah. I, I knew it conflicted with 
the brunch, brunch, and I'm glad I ended up being able to make it. Me too. We got to try some lovely samples, and yeah, and then they were doing discounted sandwiches. Yeah, they were doing dollar ninety nine small originals, and I I I grabbed four of those. I got two. I was yeah. having people over that night and needed some some. Some munchies. A so salad. It worked out great. Everyone ate those sandwiches pretty quick. It was a good deal. <laughs> it was great. Oh, my goodness. So, anyway, that was so much fun. And then the last celebration we did for my birthday, because yes. when your birthday's on a weekend, you just have to. All weekend, yeah. So, Sunday. I celebrated all month. What are you even talking about? Like, trying to <laughs> I know. Like, tell I, me about you, your three-day did not do that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But... We um, went to brunch at Banquet Cinema Pub yes. and then saw Rocket Man. Oh my like, god, it was so good. No, Did you it, love it? I loved the theater. Like oh. it was even better than I imagined, honestly. Same. Yeah. Same. I was blown away. I really had a lot of fun. I had the um, Motor City breakfast, which is their breakfast pizza. Yep. And the the dough is a little bit thick on the edges, but like it was good overall. I yeah. I had um, I don't remember what it was called, but it was the breakfast sandwich, the mm-hmm. sandy, and it was delicious. It was like a potato roll, an egg, uh, pineapple jam, which was kind of strange, uh, but it was really good still. And then some kind of meat. It was bacon. And that may have been it. Or there yeah. may have been, like, one more thing. Oh, and I, I actually did a salad with it, too. Oh, you did? With that pesto on top. It, yeah, and I can't remember. Sideways salad. That's it. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what mine was called, but I remember the name of your salad <laughs> that you forgot about. Yeah. Yeah, but that salad, it was, like, so much, like, kind of fancier than I expected it to be. And, yeah, it had this really nice, like, pesto dressing, which I love pesto, so I was totally in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, oh, and I had it was that very Bloody good. Mary. Their Bloody Mary was incredible. It was made with cucumber vodka mm-hmm. and a dill-based uh, Bloody Mary mix. That would have been really good. It yeah. was. It was so good. Anyway, so I had a really good time. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for doing that. Was, that was about it for my week. That was, I'm sure, it for my week, too, because, like, I'm not cool enough to have other things right now. <laughs> uh, but just wait till next week, y'all. I'm not going to sleep for the next few days. <laughs> Well, yeah, and you'll know why if you don't already in just a second. All right. But first. (laughs) It's Oklahoma's Shakespeare. Shakespeare's The Comedy of Errors at the Myriad Garden. So this is one of our ongoing events. It is running June 6th through the 29th. If you want to learn more about the show, listen on. Two sets of twins, each with the same name. What could possibly go wrong? Everything, apparently, which, like, shocking. Um, this is only $20 and you can learn more and get your tickets today by visiting S-H-A-K-E-S dot org. And then it's slash the comedy of errors with hyphens in between each of those words. And yeah. we'll also link to it in our blog post. Yeah. Cause they've rebranded. They're not calling themselves Oklahoma Shakespeare in the park anymore. It's just, it's just Oklahoma Shakespeare, Shakespeare because literally half their season was not in a park anyway. Good call. So, um, they got rid of that, but this one is the one in the park. Yeah. So it's on the water stage at the myriad gardens. If you've never been to one of their shows there, it's, oh, it's really cool. It's so cool. Um, you do kind of get a little bit of noise from people just happening to be in the gardens during it, but it's just a neat experience. And I find that Shakespeare's comedies are a lot 
easier to understand and um, like know what's going on much more than the dramas to me. That's valid. So, um, yeah. Cause you know, that language barrier, it really, it really is a thing. Like sometimes they'll just do a few lines and I'm like, really have to think about what they're trying to say here. Yeah. <laughs> can, can I get some subtitles for this play? That's why Thank I usually you. only see Shakespeare shows that I'm already familiar with the story, the story. so that I kind of already know what's going on. Understandable. Understandable. <laughs> Another uh, show that's opening, this one at, up at Pollard Theater in Guthrie. It's Disaster, running uh, June 7th through 29th. And this is featuring the unforgettable songs of the 1970s, where guests on a cruise ship experience some incredible natural disasters. So oh, no. very, um, very hokey type of situation, what I'm, what I'm Picturing. anticipating here. And it's $30, which you can buy at thepollard.org. All right. So on Thursday, it is the beginning of the Dead Center Film Festival in Brooktown slash downtown OKC slash Film Row running through Sunday. And so this is what I'm going to be running around like a crazy person doing. It is the 19th annual festival of movies and parties. To participate, tickets are only $12 for individual movie tickets, or if you haven't already, which you should have, purchase your $200 all-access pass. Visit deadcenterfilm.org to learn more, to see all the showtimes for it, to see what movies are playing, and you can also check out our blog post that we put up earlier this week to kind of give you an idea of what to do around dead center and then how to like be the best guest and have the best time dead centering if you will uh Anna and i worked really hard to uh give our best tips from past festival experiences and then to also let you know where to grab coffee where to grab a cocktail where to grab breakfast lunch and dinner around all of the showing locations in the three districts yeah All right. Also on Thursday, it's the Summer Swag 2019 release party at Anthem from 5 to 9 p.m. So this is Mint Apparel's um, new Anthem swag for summer and an event that we'll be talking about that's happening on Friday at Anthem. They've done tuxedo tees. Okay. Have you seen these pictures? I haven't. Oh my gosh, I need to get on it. <laughs> yeah, so they got three different colors of tuxedo t-shirts, and you'll know why here in a little bit. Okay, well, but before that, it is the canned organ patio tasting at Stella from 6 to 8 p.m. So this is going to include four canned wines and appetizers. Tickets are only $25. Holy cow, that's a steal. Because um, yeah, usually canned wines are like... Pretty Big can. I don't know that you're getting the full, the full can. can. Probably okay. not, but <laughs> but still, wines and appetizer pairing twenty five bucks is a good deal for that. Yeah. Um, and you can call four zero five two three five two two zero zero to reserve your spot. Yeah. Hopefully, they still have some tables for tonight. Yes. Our last event for Thursday is an evening of art songs and arias at Ganache Patisserie. So this is up in Chisholm Creek. Yes. Still haven't gone to it, which I'm mad about. I know. Um, but this will be happening from 7 to 8 p.m. And it's opera songs that will be performed by local singers. So I think it's just neat that they're doing something different at their space to get people to come out and visit up there. I love it. And I'm not going to lie. I read uh, arias at Arias at Grenache as Aria Grande. And I was oh. like, is she back already? Oh, okay. <laughs> we wouldn't have talked about it. I know we wouldn't have, but like, that's where my head's at. Anyway, um, on Friday, it is SoonerCon 28 at the Embassy Suites in Norman. So this is running Friday through Sunday. So it is 
OKC Metro's original and longest-running sci-fi fantasy anime gaming fandom and pop culture convention. So they're going to be featuring panels, children's programming, cosplay, art, and music. And this is super affordable. It's only $30 for one day or $50 for the whole weekend pass. And you can get those on Eventbrite. And so back to the tuxedo tees. It's Prompt and Circumstance Party at Anthem on Friday night from 5 to 10 p.m. So it's a prom party celebrating the release of their ultra-limited Imperial Stouts. Something you might want to try, Kayla. I do. And any type of prom attire is encouraged, which is why they made special tuxedo tees that you can wear during this event. Oh, my gosh. Okay, if this (laughs) were not during Death Center, I would go... Because as I don't know if you know, because you don't shop my closet a lot like Janelle does, but I have my prom dress from senior year that I got shortened. So it was a full length prom dress and I got it shortened to wear to parties and stuff in college and totally did. And like, I would wear it to this. (laughs) I have the perfect outfit. You know, there's actually a lot of prom, like, well, I was like, well, it was obviously just prom season recently, but I was like, there's been a lot of prom events lately and. That's, That's probably yeah, because yeah. it's it was that time of year. Perfect. Anyhow, it's also Pink Party at Speakeasy from 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. This is a fundraiser for OKC Pride Alliance. Ooh. Y'all are going to hear us talk about a lot of Pride events going on <clears throat> the entire month of June. Yep. We'll pretty much probably talk about all of them. So Good. this is one of the first ones. But they'll be having live music from 5:30 to 9:30 p.m. A drag show will start at 9.30, and the cover is just $5. Great. It's also first Friday at the Paseo Arts District. In the, so this is from 6 to 9 p.m. They're going to have Blue Jays Roll and Grill food truck out there and the Big Friendly Beer Bus, and you're going to get to see all of the new exhibits at the galleries. Our first event for Saturday is Central Oklahoma Cactus and Succulent Society Annual Show and Sale through Sunday at Will Rogers Gardens, so two-day festival. Um, they'll have succulents, pottery, books, potting soil, and more. And this event has gotten a lot of traction on Facebook. Good for so them. I would think you'd want to try to go the first day because the second day they probably will have a lot less stuff. A lot less. I need to get a cactus. I think it would be a good cactus mom. Patrick's trying to go to this, so yeah. I might be like, yeah. hey, give me. Yeah, it's me um, nine to five on Saturday and nine to four on Sunday. Oh, perfect. Okay. Um, it's also World Oceans Day at the Oklahoma City Zoo from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So this is a global celebration that provides a unique opportunity to learn about, help protect, and conserve the world's oceans and waterways, which Lord knows we need it. So (laughs) what a beautiful event. Also on Saturday is Wines of the West in Stockyard City from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. This is tastings of Oklahoma wines for $20 in advance or $25 at the door. In advance, you can find those on Eventbrite. All right. It's also the rescheduled date for 1OKC. So it's going to be from noon to 4 p.m. And this is located at Northeast 23rd in Rhode Island. We did talk about this before it got canceled from yeah. the May Day. And we interviewed them last year. So you should go back and listen to our interview again. It's an awesome event for Northeast Renaissance. They're going to have entertainment, vendors, and food trucks. And if you don't have anything else going on from noon to four, you should go check them out. Also on Saturday is Rosé Party on the Terrace at Ambassador Hotel from 1 to 4 p.m. I thought maybe it would be at Obar, but it just said Ambassador Hotel. So, okay. yeah. 
But you'll get unlimited tastings from local wine distributors. They're going to have three different of our local distributors there for $35. And you can get those on Eventbrite. All right. It's also the Faces of Pride pop-up gallery opening at the Rec Room from 6 to 9 p.m. So they're going to be featuring portraits of LGBT local community members. And they've also been doing this online as profiles of them. Um, So if you're interested in getting on and reading a little bit more about them to go along with this, I highly recommend it. They're also going to have drag performances. Have you been to the rec room before? I have absolutely no idea. Possibly. I don't remember. Well, this is an all-ages club. Okay. So... Back when I was in high school, this was where we would go when we were under 18 because you could, and they would kick you out once it was like curfew hour. Um, But yeah, it it was, and they would do drag shows and it was, it was fun, fun times. But now it's, they've, this will be kind of the headquarters of pride. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're using this space to work pride basically. Awesome. Yeah. That is so perfect. I love that. All right. On Monday, it's a Bar 3 community class at the Myriad Gardens from 7 to 8 p.m. This is part of their frequent classes that they do at the Myriad Gardens, and you are just asked to bring your own mat. Yeah, and this is something I've gone to before, and it's just nice to to be outside doing that because normally if when you're in the studio, it's just nice to have a different environment, environment. around you. Well, and I love it because, I mean, not that I don't love me some yoga, but it's nice to mix it up. I feel like it's always like free yoga in the park, free yoga everywhere. And I love a free bar three class. Yeah. It's definitely a much Changes. different type of workout. Yes. And it, you do work harder, too. You do. <laughs> I need that in my life. All right. Well, Tuesday... It's Truck Tuesday in Bethany from 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. And this is being put on by the city of Bethany. Of course. And I lo- I like that they're trying to do more stuff in Bethany. Like, I, good for them. I love it. So this will be on Northwest 35th between College and Mueller. So it's right over near the SNU area, like, and where the city of, of Bethany um, municipal buildings are and cool. whatnot. Um, but they'll have I don't know and I don't care food truck, let's do Greek, and that pie truck. Honestly, great choices. Yeah. I'm proud of them. I know. I think I might actually try to stop by because I don't work too far from there. Yeah. That's great. Okay. It's also Pride Wooden Sign Class at Partners. So this is from 6 to 8 p.m. You're going to get a chance to paint a rainbow wooden cutout of the state of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? Tickets for this are only $45 and you can find them at wineandpalette.com. Our last event for the week is Red and Monarch Music Festival at Myriad Gardens. So much happening there. Yeah. Like, we can't we can't stop talking about them. We just love them. Um, but this we will do. be from 6 to 9 p.m. So this is a new music festival about love, transformation, and building understanding, benefiting our homeless community. Aww. Lineup um, has several artists, but it includes JB and Kyle Dillingham. Oh, great. And the story behind this is pretty special. And OK Sessions is part of the ones who are putting this on. So I encourage you to go learn more at OKSessions.com slash Red Monarch. All right. That wraps up our rundown of events. Started. I'm not ready, but we're already falling. 
So today we are excited to welcome on an organization that we have not had a chance to chat with before, and we'll be talking about one of their big fundraisers coming up. So go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Perry Ann Pulliam, and I am the CEO of Upward Transitions. Awesome. So could you tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you came into the CEO position? Oh my gosh, uh, about <laughs> myself. Well, I um, am a transplant Oklahoman. I moved here from Tennessee when I was eight years old and grew up in Lawton, Oklahoma. Oh my goodness, Shady 580, sorry. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I spent two years of school there. My grandparents are still there. <laughs> well, then you're allowed to say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, went to college at Oklahoma State University. Woo, go Pokes! Oh my gosh, right. I knew we were going to be best friends. We're connected. There you go. <laughs> and uh, immediately after college, moved to Oklahoma City and absolutely fell in love with this town. I uh, worked in the photography industry for a couple of decades, uh, sold real estate for a long time. And um, when I reached a certain age, I decided I wanted to make a change in life and really wanted to do something meaningful to me. And so I decided that a nonprofit organization could really use my talents that I had built over the years and um, spoke with uh, Dana Chisholm at Upward Transitions about managing the volunteer program at Will Rogers World Airport. So when I decided that I wanted to make a change and go into nonprofit, I contacted uh, Dana Hope at Upward Transitions. Uh, they had a position open for the volunteer coordinator uh, at Will Rogers World Airport. Uh, went out, Perfect. met the volunteers, just immediately fell in love with the idea of the program that seniors who are retired are able to continue to give back to their community and the part I really loved is that they were ambassadors of Oklahoma City. And uh, it just really, honestly, I did that job for six years and I loved it. And I thought I would never leave. I really felt like it would be the last job I ever had. The volunteers are wonderful. Uh, telling people about Oklahoma City is so much fun. Um, we we're, also, we're familiar. You're, yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. also fans of that. Big fan uh, of Oklahoma City. We need um, to go train their volunteers. <laughs> right. Yeah, you can do that. I bet, I bet Crystal would be all over that. Crystal Levine's our volunteer coordinator now. And um, you would love this group of people. They, they really are great ambassadors for Oklahoma City. And I, I love that job. The opportunity came up, however, to step into the role of chief operations officer for the organization, which as a whole for the organization we do social services for the homeless clients in Oklahoma City, as well as families and seniors at risk of becoming homeless. So I felt like I could take my nonprofit career to the next level. And so I did do that for uh, almost four years. And just uh, a couple of months ago, I was promoted to CEO of the organization. So I'm very excited about where we're heading. Next year, we will celebrate 95 years of service in Oklahoma City. Wow. So oh, my goodness. That is incredible. I have not been there that long. <laughs> Just 10 years on my Thank part. Thank you for the clarification. <laughs> I, I was going to ask. <laughs> so we have a lot of exciting things planned uh, to count down to our 100th anniversary, uh, which will be coming up in 2025. So uh, good things coming ahead. Excited to be at the helm of Upward Transitions and work with the amazing team we have helping the most vulnerable in our community every day. And what are some of the more um, specific services you all offer? Because it's, it's always been so interesting to me how you guys do have your program at the airport with the volunteers, but then you also have this whole other part of your organization with helping with the homeless. Yeah, it, it's interesting how, how we even became who we are today. 
We started as Travelers Aid Society of Oklahoma City in 1925. And at that time, our, our mission was to help stranded travelers. And that is how we came about working at the airport, assisting stranded travelers. I we, was going to ask, because the airport seemed a little random to me. It's, it's our history. It's, okay. it's, it's, <laughs> you know, it's our roots and where we came from. And the city uh, contracts with us to uh, provide that volunteer position, uh, coordinator position to manage the volunteers and make sure that we're there helping the public with anything they have. And it can be anything from, you know, a simple question of where are the restrooms, where are the taxis, where can I get a great steak, where the heck is my lost luggage? Uh, there are lots of questions our volunteers field. And um, as we were doing that over the years, we realized the need in the community was, was way larger than strictly helping stranded travelers. Uh, we uh, began seeing the homeless population grow. We began seeing uh, uh, children who weren't getting enough to eat, families who were dealing with domestic violence and drug abuse and, and all kinds of things that we felt like we can do a little bit more in our community than help stranded travelers. So we re renamed ourselves to Upward Transitions and what we focus on with individuals who are homeless, we work in conjunction with pretty much every organization in the city that has any kind of contact with individuals who are homeless. And we will help them get birth certificates, marriage licenses, uh, divorce papers, adoption papers from anywhere in the world so that they can then obtain a state ID. You can imagine there's not much you can do in this world Without if you don't have that. an ID. Exactly. Yeah. And, and about 75% of homeless individuals we come in contact with don't have an ID. They're carrying pretty much everything they own in a plastic bag that they probably picked up off the street. And an ID's not in there, a birth certificate's not in there. Without that, they can't get housing, they can't get work. There's a lot of medical care they can't get. They can't get benefits that they deserve simply because they can't prove who they are. So that's where we start with working in conjunction with uh, you know, Jesus House and City Rescue Mission and Sunbeam Family Services and Homeless Alliance. We work with all, all, all these agencies to make sure the clients they're working with have access to employment and housing and services. We also help once they do have that ID and are able to obtain work, with, we help them with transportation to get to and from work until they get their first paycheck. We can also help with uh, special clothes, boots, or equipment that they need to start that new job. Our goal is, is to make people uh, uh, self-sufficient and to be able to say, I can go to work, I can earn my paycheck, and I can pay my rent. So we help with that. Very, it seems like a very small barrier, I know, but it's a huge barrier. If you ever lost your purse, you know what a pain it becomes. Sure. Oh, I had to get a birth certificate once uh, when I was 15, and both my parents insisted the other one had it, and neither had it. And that was a nightmare. And that was me as a, you know, I, semi -functional I was semi-functional teenager with two fully functional adults. And it still took like three months to track down a birth certificate. <laughs> and, like, and, yeah. it was a nightmare. And, and a birth certificate costs $15. But if you have nothing, $15 might Is as well lot. be $15,000. Yeah. yeah. We also and work... getting to all the places that you need to get to sign the paperwork and... Yeah. And waiting in that line. Uh -huh. Yes, yes. Um, we work with families, with children and seniors uh, to ensure that they don't become homeless. Uh, we help with rent and utilities. And our criteria is simple, pretty simple. It's Oklahoma County. Uh, you have to have a cutoff notice or an eviction notice for us to be able to help. We take phone calls on Monday morning starting at 8 a.m. Our phones stay busy. We receive hundreds and hundreds of phone calls. Um, I read something recently in the city of Oklahoma City 
about 6,000 evictions took place last year. Wow. And, and we're able to help just a little over 300 families a year. So we're just barely scratching the surface on that issue of becoming homeless and where do those people end up. Uh, once you have an eviction on your record, it's like having a really horrible credit score. It's right. hard to get, get back into housing. So if we can help prevent those families from becoming homeless, that snowball effect hopefully will not continue to happen where they're homeless year after year after year. And the toxic stress that puts on a family and the things that it does to a children emotionally when they're young and don't have you know, the safety of a home or the comfort of an adult who is mentally stable, we're hopefully breaking that generational poverty cycle that yeah. many families get into very easily. Could you tell us one of your success stories? Gosh, it's so hard to pick one. <laughs> uh, but there's there's a one, a one that happened earlier this year, and we celebrate these success stories when they happen. We work in a very open office. We're a very small staff. We have 10 employees. And last year, we helped 3,200 individuals. Wow. That's still incredible, though. It's a lot of work, um, and so we always celebrate the good things. Yeah. So um, we were taking phone calls one morning, and we we don't take walk-ins for rent and utilities simply because our lobby would be full on Monday mornings, and we would have to turn 90% of the people away. So we just take the phone calls. One of the favorite stories that's happened in the last few months um, was we had um, a client who came in for an appointment to have help with her rent. Uh, she had her eviction notice in her hand, and she sat down with our case manager, Scott, and just started crying. She just didn't know where she was going to go, what she was going to do, and told Scott her whole story, how she had lost her job and had spent all of her savings trying to keep up on her rent and utilities, but it had just gotten too difficult, and she needed some help, or she and her 8-year-old son were going to be out on the streets. So Scott said, you know, Let's just get all this information down. Let's think about our, what our options are, and we'll get this figured out, and we're going to make sure you don't end up on the streets. So he did his work, uh, got her information, uh, has to actually go to the house to do an inspection to make sure it's an inhabitable home. So he goes over. When he walks in the door, he was floored. It was as clean a home as he had ever been in. That's not what I was expecting you to say, and so I'm so glad that that's the turn that took. Okay. Wow. This Most fan- people don't start out stories like that. Yeah. And they're like, I had to go check on the home. And, oh, <laughs> it you know. was absolutely one of the cleanest homes he had ever seen. However, they were sleeping on two air mattresses on the floor that oh. leaked, and they had to wake up in the middle of the night and blow them back up. They had a sofa, which he described as probably something that even a frat house wouldn't have. Mm. They had uh, no table to eat their dinner on. They, don't, they didn't have a TV, but... They had the bare minimum things that they needed. So one of the things that Scott saw while he was in the house was a placard on the wall that said, a journey of a thousand miles begins with one small step. And we really felt like we could help her with that one small step. So we paid her rent, got the eviction notice thrown away, got her caught up on her utility bills. Uh, I'm happy to say that now she's employed. Her son just finished school. They're looking forward to a great summer. But we took this even a step further. Scott made some phone calls to some friends that we know were great donors and some local uh, faith-based organizations and told them about her story. And they came to her aid. She uh, received two beds, one for each, her and her son. 
a new sofa and a table to have dinner on and a TV to watch. And so they, they now have a real home where they can enjoy being together. They can study. They can watch TV. They can be a real family now. Just because they happen to make it into the Upward Transitions door. And this is just one of many, many, many stories that that we're able to tell about the work that we do. I love that. That's incredible. One of my other favorite stories I want to share, and this happens, honestly, a lot. I'll get a phone call. And typically, the phone calls I get are one of two things from the front desk. Uh, I need you to come up here and deal with the problem. (laughs) Yeah. Or, uh, you know, I need you to come up here. A client wants to talk to you, which sometimes is a problem. Yeah. But a lot of times when I go up there to talk to the client, they want to shake my hand and say thank you because our staff has been so wonderful to help them change their lives. And they'll just hold up their ID. And they'll <laughs> say, I'm a person now. I have an ID. I can get a job. I, I can make a change in my life, and you all did that for me. And I just wanted to tell you thank you for all that you're doing. And that, to me, makes everything we do every day so worthwhile. Absolutely. Well... After all that, um, now we'll talk about your event coming up, um, which I guess has totally. more to do with your traveler's aid theme yes. as far as the theme um, changes each year of the city that, you, that you're talking about. So this, it's uh, American Tourist Presents New York, New York. Yes. Um, so how did this event get started initially? Um, this was a little bit before my time, but our, our board of directors wanted to create an event that would be a little different every year. People get bored doing the same thing year after year. So we, we were thinking of, well, well, you know, Traveler's Aid, what can we do, something travel-related. Uh, you know, the, there's the luggage, American Tourister. They just kind of thought, you know, our, our theme could be an American tourist uh, can travel somewhere different every year. So that's just where we started. Uh, I think they've been doing it about 15 years now. Uh, I think this may be our fifth event, 15th event. Uh, we actually started our very first event at Will Rogers World Airport <laughs> in the baggage claim area. Oh, my gosh. And all the auction items were on the baggage carousel. Oh, my gosh. That is so much fun. So I'm it, obsessed with that. <laughs> we've, and we've done uh, events. We've done um, Cinco de Mayo, Cruise the Caribbean, uh, Polynesian Paradise. Uh, we took a trip on Route 66 once. We went to the Derby. So we're real excited to take it up a notch this year and... Uh, Go to New York, New York. <laughs> the name's so nice, they named it. The city's so nice, they named it twice. Yeah, you say there that we right. go. <laughs> um, so we're really excited. We're going to have some students from the University of Oklahoma School of Performing Arts come in and sing some show tunes for us. Because awesome. you can't go to New York without seeing some you shows. You can't. You can't. That's great. I love it. We have um, a group from uh, BT. Productions coming in to do extreme bingo. Uh, what it, what makes it extreme? What Should makes it extreme <laughs> is you don't have numbers on your card. You have songs on your card. Oh, so they're going to play some fun. awesome disco music. And if you have that song in your card, you get to mark it. And once you have I love a, that. a extreme bingo line filled out, you'll be the winner. So it's like Shazam bingo. Yes. That's <laughs> yes. really cool. Okay. And the prize is a $2,500 gift certificate to Michener Ferrand Fine Jewelers. Oh, my goodness. So that is my favorite thing ever, and that's <laughs> that's what we're doing, Anna. We are winning this, okay? <laughs> I, think, I think we can we can do it. Okay. You can do it. Yeah. You can do it. So that, that's going to be pretty exciting. Uh, we also have some wonderful trips. We have a house in Hawaii. We have a house in Crested Butte. Uh, 
I'm working on a New York trip that I'm about to finalize, so we might have a little New York trip in there. Yeah, as well. that'd be that'd be good, right? Very yeah. on brand. I like it. <laughs> We're doing a wonderful little thing called a jewelry pull. We uh, have a couple of sponsors, including Kendra Scott, uh, which uh, you'll pay fifty dollars and you get a blind draw and mm-hmm. you get a piece of jewelry worth fifty dollars or more. So that's a lot of fun. And a wine pull too, right? And a wine pull. Mm-hmm. Wine pull is Ooh. always always very popular. Both the jewelry pull and wine pull sell out very quickly. Uh, we, the bottles of wine are $20 each, and they usually are valued from 15 up to, I think the highest one I've seen this year is 85 Okay. So we have a, a nice selection of wines in there. And great silent auction items. We have some wonderful art from local artists, uh, some uh, tickets to Miss Saigon, Thunder basketball tickets, uh, just a lot of great dining certificates to some of our wonderful local restaurants as well. So tell me more about this New York-style buffet. Well, Remington Park, uh, once again, is our sponsor, and they are preparing a wonderful buffet that is going to start with, um, well, it's actually going to start with a a house salad from Hideaway Pizza, so I know everyone loves uh, (laughs) uh, just a beginner salad from Hideaway. Oh, yeah. So we're going to start with a salad from Hideaway, and then the buffet will include um, prime rib. Yum. Yum. <laughs> I Air- love prime rib. Who doesn't? <laughs> and if they don't, we'll have airline chicken. Ooh, also really good. That'll be for Patrick. Right? <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> and then, of course, you have to have a little Italian food if you're going to be in New York. Yes. So we have a penne pasta with a oh grilled gosh. vegetable. Yep. Penne is um, my favorite noodle. Great. A roasted bok choy and some roasted fingerling potatoes. Oh, my, and Good potatoes deal. are my love language. Mm-hmm. And then we're so, oh, so sorry. Potatoes sorry. are your love language. They okay. are. <laughs> you don't even know my obsession with potatoes. Come, come to the event and you can have a relationship with these lovely little things. We will take potatoes. a photo just of her with the potatoes. Right? Yeah. yeah that, that'll be my date to this event is those potatoes. <laughs> so we'll uh, also finish up with some wonderful desserts from the Francis Tuttle School of Culinary Arts students. Yeah, that's great. Hopefully well, something chocolate. That's my other request. There's always chocolate. Okay. Sure there will also be cheesecake. <laughs> always cheesecake. Oh, yeah, that's, that is also very New York. York. Yeah, that's valid. Okay. Well, and um, what about the drink situation as far as different we, alcohol? We, we have a signature drink at each event um, in addition to wines and beers and cocktails of choice, mm-hmm. we will have a signature cocktail, which will be a frozen cosmopolitan. Ooh. Ooh, yum. Nice. I love it. Very sex in the city. Yes, Very, man. very uh, glad we asked about that. Yes. yes. <laughs> of course. Great. Oh, I'm so excited for this. Well, and something else that I love that you all are doing, you do separate ticket pricing for young professionals. Yes. So it's only $50 if you're a young professional, which they deem as ages 21 to 35. Um, so thankfully we are still within that. Yes. And then if not, it's $90. But will you talk about how you all decided to start offering that as an option? One of the things we had noticed is our board had been involved with us for quite some time. And many of our board members were actually at the point where they had children who were graduating college. And poor. And poor. <laughs> and starting their careers. And, and putting and, all their money into their student loans. Yes, yes. Um, Sorry, is that just me? No. So we really wanted to, to get the young professionals involved early on because uh, this the younger generation, which I'm not part of anymore, um, is very conscious about social issues. 
So we wanted to make it easy for them to be involved with the event and make it a reasonably priced ticket. I think even our $90 ticket is an incredibly reasonably priced ticket for events here in Oklahoma City, considering the the buffet that, that you'll receive and the... I mean, you can pay that much money for events that don't even provide that much food. Yes, so. and make you pay for your drinks. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Now, I, I will clarify that, that uh, the tickets come with two drink, two drink tickets. tickets. Okay. Um, and then after that, it goes into the cash bar, but the beer Perfect. is complimentary all night long. Oh, Ooh. okay. So you can switch over yes. if you need to. Great. Well, I don't know after how hearing y'all's story how anyone wouldn't want to support you. Right. Um, Where's the event at again? We're at the Oklahoma City's Historic Public Farmers Market. Oh, yeah. oh my So in the venue. upstairs part? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. We love we love events up there. It's yes, a beautiful venue. And it'll be happening June twenty first. So it'll be a Friday night, um, from six thirty till eleven PM or until they kick you out probably. Until <laughs> we kick everybody else out. Um, the invitation says the city that never sleeps. We do intend to sleep. So, so 11 o'clock, we will send everyone home so we can all sleep because uh, it's it takes a lot of effort to plan these events. And we love it. And it's such a good time to to really treat our our supporters to a fun evening and tell our story and let them know what our mission is and give them the opportunity to support us. I love that. Well, back in my Stillwater days, whenever they were kicking us out of the bars, they would always play Frank Sinatra's New York, New York as a signal <laughs> to get out and go home. Okay. We will be sure to do that. Okay. Yeah, we will be sure to do that on call. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll be there and just be like, I made this. Right? That was my idea. <laughs> Great. I will do that. Well, yeah. So it's just a few weeks away, but you guys do have an RSVP deadline, correct? Yes. Uh, we would prefer that everyone would have their tickets purchased and RSVP'd by June 14th, which is the Friday before the event. They can go to our website at upwardtransitions.org, and there's a link there for the event, so it's easy to buy the tickets online. Or if they want to just give us a call, our number is 232-5507. Great. Well, I know we're excited to be there. I actually haven't been to an event at the farmer's market in a while, so I'm looking forward to seeing the theme. Um, it's not a secret that New York is pretty much my favorite city that I've been to. Valid. I, will, I won't say all cities of all time, but um, when I saw you were doing New York as a theme this year, I was very Great. excited. <laughs> and I've never been to New York, but I'm excited to be at New York, New York with you. Yes. Well, we're excited to have you both there, and uh, hopefully we can get some other listeners to come out and see us, too. Yes, we hope so. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you. So we will be able to do a giveaway for a pair of tickets to come to American Tourist Presents New York, New York. Yes. And if you email us at localitesokc at gmail.com with your name and that you're entering in mm -hmm. to win these tickets then you will count for double entries. We're also going to do it on social media, but if you email us, you are going to count twice. And then if you also enter on social media, that's a third entry. It is. So I'm just saying, you want to up your odds. This is the way to do it. Yes, so please do that. We hope you want to go and join us there. And if not, then those ticket prices are very reasonable. Definitely. So in our happenings update... Uh, a very exciting concept uh, announced its lineup of all of their restaurants. So another food hall concept coming to Oklahoma City. And as of now, they're saying opening this summer. Who knows what that really means? Maybe they mean it. Maybe they'll really be open. Maybe it'll be a real food hall. Who knows? But Parlor OKC 
has announced their lineup of six restaurants. So they're going to have two bars. They haven't released names for those yet, but the restaurants are going to be Burger Pig, Sura Eats, Providence Pizza, El Guate, I think, um, Mother Clucker, Graffiti OKC, and Panchinko Parlor. Pachinko Parlor. Sorry. And so quick story, because that's the only concept that I have a history with. So that used to be in the space that is now Nashbird. Right. And I remember going there like when I was in college and I don't know when it closed down. Um, I don't remember when it changed to Hillbillies Hillbillies and and then Nashbird, but um, it's really cool to see that come back to life. Definitely. Um, And so this spot... uh, so it's off of Parlor 6th Street. Street. It's basically directly south of where our spy studio is. Right. So the, it's off of 6th in between Broadway and Oklahoma. Yes. Um, but the entrance for it is actually going to be on 7th Street. So it's got a, all of the covered it's the parking whole, and like, everything. It's the whole like 6th to 7th block. Block yeah. that's happening up there. And then like what is that? Oklahoma? The other street that's like yeah. west of yeah. it? Or east. East. Thank you. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't know my directions. <laughs> I knew it wasn't north or south, but um, okay. But yeah, anyway. it's in Auto Alley. Yes. And we're super excited for this concept. And I love that they have all of their restaurant lineup and they're like gung-ho and ready to go. So yeah. So we'll definitely keep you all um, in the know of when that actually is happening. But in the meantime, um, we do have some things coming up that we wanted to announce to you all. Yes, volunteers are needed for the Asian Night Market Festival. So you may remember we had them on the show last year. It was a lot of fun um, talking to our friend Mike. And this year they need some extra volunteers. We're going to be out there helping volunteering as well. But I know they can always use some extra hands. So we're going to link to the sign up uh, sheet on, in our blog post and you can also find that link on their website if you visit the Asian District the Oklahoma City Asian District Facebook page. Yeah, Asian Night Market Festival event it probably is on there too. too yeah. yeah. And lastly, so I'm once again on the festival committee for the Plaza District yes. this year. I'm in a new role this year helping out with food and beverage and we have our applications out currently Um, most importantly to me is food trucks because that's the part that I'm in charge of, but it's also for artists in bands. So we have the um, art market that's throughout the district during the day and then all three stages for bands this year. Um, So we're looking for submissions for food trucks, bands, and artists, and you can apply at plazadistrict.org slash festival. So we would love to see some food trucks apply that are different types of food than what's already found in the district, ideally. Um, and then obviously for the music and art, just whatever goes. So, um, I know we've gotten some applicants already. The applications went live June 1st and we've already had some come in. So early birds, they not waiting till the last minute. What? Yeah. And they (laughs) are not due until July 15th. So you do have some time and we'll probably announce it again later on, but I um, just wanted to make sure everyone was aware of that now. If you or any of your friends might want to be part of Plaza Festival this year, which will be coming up September 28th. Woo, it'll be here before we know it. As always, you can follow along on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at LocalitesOKC. We're also LocalitesOKC at gmail and dot com. And until next week. Bye. bye.